Recording the Williams and Bloom podcast here on Monday, the 22nd of March. Just got back from Arizona, a little family vacation, family wedding, and uh, watched the Iowa State women's game. Shout out to the Iowa State women for a huge win over Michigan State today in what I thought was a fantastic basketball game, Bloom. Yeah. That was awesome. Very, very high level women's basketball game. Today. High level and very rewarding. Anytime yeah. we can kick Sparty's ass in anything, it's a good day. <laughs> Man, that Sparty team just wouldn't go away. They though. wouldn't. No, they Jeez. fought. They fought. That was impressive. I kept thinking that, you know, okay, this is it. I, Got yeah. up by 10. Yeah. Nope. And kick, kicking ass is obviously very not true. That was a very competitive game, and kudos to Michigan That State. would have been a heartbreaker to lose, oh, though, because you led man. the whole way. No you kidding. Know? No kidding, but well done. That was, you know, just awesome. So happy for that program. We, we both love that program so much, and to see them get rewarded with the victory for uh, what they've gone through this year, like everybody else has gone through, uh, live to fight another day. Indeed. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. We will uh, hit on the Iowa State women in the NCAA tournament, of course, and we'll get to week one of the TJ Otzelberger era at Iowa State. Uh, before we do that, we want to thank our great sponsor of the podcast, Mechdyne. Check them out at mechdyne.com, a collection of technology companies that remove obstacles to insight and understanding. Uh, all sorts of IT software services. Uh, that you can find on MechDine.com. I like to point Iowa Staters out to their careers page. Go to the job listing spot at MechDine.com and find some great jobs in all different um, all different areas. Maybe you're an engineer. Maybe you're in customer service. Maybe you are, um, what, are the, what are the human resources? Yeah, That's a thing, right? Is a thing. Public relations, purchasing, right. sales. They do it all. Check them out at MechDine.com. They're located in Marshalltown. Uh, worldwide company, and they love great Iowa Staters. With that, let's fire up some English and uh, get after it on this week's podcast. All right. Um, it's been a hell of a week since we last talked. Whoa, a lot of hap- a lot happened. Yeah. Well, the last time we were together, we did the Steve Prom got fired podcast, and then literally I land in uh, Phoenix, and they make the odds hire official. So I did a little reaction thing with that. You were not a part of that one. We haven't even been able to talk about it. Um, there's just been, and then we we all had like the flu from hell. <laughs> that went through both of our houses. Yeah. I I don't know if I've ever felt as bad in my life as so I did. Your your uh, lovely wife's a doctor mm-hmm. of veterinary medicine, but but she says it was the, the norovirus. Mm-hmm. Not fun. It was brutal. Not fun. And I apologize. I think my I'm pretty sure Theo gave it to all of my us. my 15 month old was the <laughs> was the reason here. Gave it to the our two year old who then gave it to us and then we gave it to you and no I think that onward. I think that your boys gave it to my girls, oh, and then the girls gave it to me. That, could that I mean, that would be my guess. Yeah, brutal. But yeah, made for an interesting week, and what a week for Iowa State. It's amazing how quickly things can shift, um, and how, how much transition can happen, and it has happened, and it's continuing to happen, and this will be a very interesting next two months i don't know in the men's basketball program but a lot is going to change yeah a lot has already changed yeah it's been a it's been an active week the staff stuff i think will really start to make moves potentially even on tuesday from what i'm hearing um he did uh tj already retain daniel robinson and micah byers the the micah byers one he he's been on a podcast with me before here I just don't think it's possible for a casual fan to understand how important that that role is as far as the, the players go. I mean, there, there's really nobody in the program that is with players more than Micah. He's the liaison to everything. Yeah. I mean, academics, housing, travel, recruiting. You need a guy like that. And I, you know, we know Micah. I don't know if there's a better guy in the business, though, than him. Micah handles scheduling, too, for Iowa State basketball. 
So to be able to keep him is critical. It's critical. And he had a great relationship. I think you've talked about it with TJ beforehand. TJ's kind of the one who got Micah to join Fred's staff to begin with. Yeah, they, they started together in the business down at Chipola Junior College. But, Micah, the old Steve Spurrier safety right at the University of Florida. But first-class guy, and it made sense to keep him for a lot of reasons, but I'm so happy that, that he's still around. Yeah, he's the best. Um, one of my favorite people I've ever met in the business. The The Daniel Robinson one, I think, is a really good move. That that got some that but drew some ire on the, it did. on the public. I think we should talk about that. Yep. Why, why I'm a fan of it is, listen, um, you... you you can't just um, compartmentalize everything, right? Like, I understand he was on that staff last year that went 0-19. I get all that. But I also know enough, like, when you break down, like, who he's recruited, um, the strengths that he has in that aspect, strong in Chicago, continuity. Uh, he and TJ go way back to the Greg McDermott days. Um, you know, Micah spent time at Houston. He spent time at Loyola. Or not Micah. That would be... Um, D-Rob that yeah. I'm talking about. Listen, he's well-rounded. Um, he, This is TJ, in my opinion, Brent, just kind of backing up what he said in the press conference. It's easy to go on that press conference and say, I'm only going to hire people who care about Iowa State, who love Iowa State, all that stuff. Well, D-Rob really does. You know, he's been around here for a really long time, and uh, this is a guy who you know, really is, he's given a lot to the university and he's very well liked and he's, his recruiting track record over the years is very solid. He's one of the better recruiters that they've had in the last 10 years. So, um, I, I like bringing him on. He's, he's the Xavier Foster guy. He's kind of the glue to that situation. Sure. I mean, um, it's important. Yeah. You you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Foster's a good starting spot. It's a great starting spot. Uh, You know, if, Five years ago, I would have said, you know what, just start over. Like, whatever. Just get new blood in here and, and do all that. What has really changed my mind is with the football staff and the continuity they have had, which, okay, follow me here. All those guys knew each other throughout growing up in Ohio and then coached together for the most part at Toledo, and Matt brought that entire staff with him. Mm-hmm. Point is... In order to have that good culture, and I, I am now, I'm like full blown. I under, I get it now. What what Matt has done with the uh, collective culture, you have to all be on the same page. You can't have rogue people. We saw what happens when you hire a rogue assistant with the uh, Rhodes Mangino era. Yeah, thing can just combust. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that I obviously had rogue assistants under Steve Prohm. However, TJ has known D Rob for ten years. No, longer right? than longer that. than that. Uh, they yeah, fifteen. Like there is something to to be said for knowing somebody, being able to trust somebody that even if you're having hard conversations, you're all going to pull the same direction. Like there's something to that. TJ trusts D Rob. He knows D Rob, and, and D Rob knows Iowa State. Like, yeah, it helps to lay the. He knows the current roster. Right. There's just a lot there. Like there is something to be said for having that pre-existing relationship rather than just, you know, I saw a lot of, well, just get a young recruiter type that if you don't know, they're going to fit in. Mm-hmm. I would say it's taking a roll of the dice on some young recruiter types in the past. I mean, even if it doesn't always work out. Well, I'll like, say this too, knowing TJ, he's going to be a very hands-on head coach. No, no question. No question. He's going to be a very hands-on head coach. So he needs guys who he has that type of relationship right, with. Exactly. And that's, I, th- I mean, TJ is a relationship guy. He trusts D-Rob. And D-Rob, D-Rob him, knows Iowa State. And they're close enough to where D-Rob can smack him upside the head and say, I think you're wrong here. Completely. And I think that's that's huge. And, you know, I think it gets a little bit overrated of, well, D-Rob coached big guys, and the big guys haven't been very good. I mean, they're, they're, some of it has to do with not only the coach or the, you know, the assistant coach, but also the the culture that is built in, where these players have to be able to work it work on it on their own too. Like I don't think you can just blame D Rob for Iowa State going zero and nineteen. It was a collective problem, but it makes sense to me. You have to start somewhere, and he can bring in. Not only he has the Foss relationship, but he also has the pre existing Tyrese Hunter relationship, which is a very important cog yes. in this whole thing. I don't know if that's going to keep Tyrese and how it's going to go. 
but it's obviously a starting point, and he's trusted by uh, people up in Ames already that you can then hit the ground running a little bit easier. Yeah, I I liked it, and you hit the ground running faster too, no doubt, because that's one fewer spot that you've you got to go outside get and, and do all of that stuff with. Okay, uh, other news from over the weekend: some guys hit the transfer portal. Uh, Tyler Harris, Darwin Stone, Dubar today. Uh, Nate Jenkins, the walk-on did. I do, th- I do think there's going to be a couple more. And listen, here, I, I they went 0-19. Like, to me, I mean, I really would like to keep Foster. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of a tweener on Jaden Walker. Like, I, I like his size. There, there's potential there. Yeah. He he showed some juice there he's, midway. He's got some midway yep, through the air. Juice is the right word. Um, I guess my whole point is, you know, we don't necessarily know why all these moves are being made, but you, you kind of get one chance to set your culture, set your tone, do all that stuff. So let's stay tuned and see. I thought Fred's first year really did a good job. That team didn't win much, but it really set the culture, right? So he got rid of some guys. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name names, but you can you can look at the roster from 2009 to 2010. Some of the guys were encouraged to yeah. to leave, and there were some of them were good to 2010. And then he got some guys to just build culture. Jake Anderson was never going to be a uh, real, you know, I would say he was never going to win the Big Twelve with Jake Anderson, but he was important to bridge the gap between the guys you're bringing in that are going to be younger and that winning culture. And Jake did that. And Deontay, you know, was a Deontay didn't win at Iowa State really at all. Mm-mm. But that one year really set the foundation. Okay, here's how we're going to play. Here's how we're going to do it. Here's the habits we're going to have in practice that will then carry over that, in year two, three, and four. That a guy like Melvin Edgem learned from. Exactly. So so yeah. Edgem comes in, and the tone is set by people like Deontay, people like Jake Anderson, people like Scott Christofferson, who set the tone of that year. Of, we're, we're not going to win many Big 12 games. But we're going to play our system. We're going to do it our way. And this is how it's going to be going forward. I think Iowa State definitely sacrificed a couple wins. I'm sure Fred could have kept some of those guys and won some more games. But they needed to start from scratch somewhere. But you also can't just completely overhaul your roster, too. So it's like a very fine balance of who you keep. You don't want to get into the situation that McDermott was in. With like three scholarship, two or three scholarship guys. No, because then it's impossible. And, and plus, he was dealing with some other. He was dealing with massive APR stuff, academic things too. That's not ideal. But if you can get a few guys that are good culture, good locker room people, that way when you bring that talent in, and we heard about that scout team that whole year during Fred's first year. Yeah. If they're not learning from guys like Deontay, Jake Anderson, Jamie Vanderbeeken, really good culture guy. Yeah. Um, then you don't know if they have that impact in the next year. It, it, so it's very important, even if you're bringing in some transfers, and there will be transfers to Iowa State, you have guys that are bought in on what Iowa State is about to begin with. And I think that's where some of this movement that is happening is coming from. That, that's well said. Um, and people, it, and TJ's got a great, he's got a grace period, right? Like yeah, he, he wants to win he, right like, away. Can we talk about, so this is where it's like, Am I being too sensitive or Sure. I I do think that there's been some I don't even know. Like I I don't want to do a podcast for the vocal minority. I think the overwhelming right. majority of Iowa State fans who are listening to this podcast right now, sure maybe they, of course they would have wanted John Beeline. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I I get all that stuff. Yeah. Dana Altman. But this okay, is, he just beat Iowa. Yeah. Here's what I was thinking about um, on vacation the other night. I I didn't really – I worked the whole time. If you're one of our premium subscribers, you know that. Uh, but I did go out into the desert a little bit, and I was just kind of doing some reflecting. And I did, Brent, like, and you've been around this way longer than me. Uh, you were ingrained in it with, you know, in your childhood. But, like, we always want people to pick us. We always want – and when I say we, it's Iowa State fans. No doubt. We, we we beg Matt Campbell to just want to be our Bill Snyder. We wanted Fred Hoiberg, who is forever. our own guy, to be our Tom Izzo. Yep. 
I don't know if TJ Otzelberger is going to be Tom Izzo for Iowa State. The chances are he's probably not because that's a really difficult thing to do. But like this to me is, I don't know. And again, my bias, but I, I know TJ and Allison and how badly they want to be here. And I know that like when he says it's his dream, it, it is like I, I spent time, I was with him after he didn't get the job in 2015 and I know how crushed he was. Yep. And so like, there's part of me though, as his friend, that's happy it worked out this way for him selfishly because he went off and got great head coaching experience at two different places. And he's going to be a better coach for Iowa state now. And he's not the guy who follows Fred Hoiberg. I also Correct. think it was better for Steve Prome. He got some really big paychecks he got to a sweet 16. He won two Big 12 championships. He's going to get another job somewhere else. He will. So my 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 whole thing, though, it's like, I, I just like some of the names all these people were throwing out there with no connection at all to Iowa State. We have, They totally could have been using it as a stepping stone. I mean, and I get it. Fans like to just speculate. But like some of the ire that I saw yeah. was really disappointing to me because yeah. it's like this is a guy – who had a great job in Vegas. And I know they weren't very good last year, but they were going to be better. They were building that thing for the long haul. And the extension talk was real? Yes. Vegas offered him an extension when they found out Iowa State was interested. If he sucks so bad, why would they want to extend him and give him a big raise? And they hired an assistant coach of his. I've stayed at TJ's house multiple times. It's really sick. There's a pool. (laughs) It's 90 all the time. His office, you sit in it and you look at the strip. Yeah, Vegas Get a really good spot and they want to be in Ames. And it's just like, damn it. Somebody's actually choosing us for once. Yeah, and I know that that noise hasn't gotten to him, but like... And I, I'm not his PR guy. I'm in here analyzing the situation. Well, I'm being honest with our audience about my relationship with him. But it's just like, this is, under the circumstances, like, I just don't know why people aren't like, oh, yeah, let's give him a shot. Yeah, what's interesting to me is, is and this is wild, um, you know, I think you got to look, though, the, the reason is the record this year at UNLV. I know. That's the that's like the only reason. You and I were talking about that a month ago. Yeah. We're like, he needs to go on a run here. Yeah. We we, we off the record because we thought, yeah. you know what, the way it's trending. And I told you, I said, listen, like, I think TG will be great. We can talk about a why. But some fans, will all they will see is that record, which ultimately that's what you're judged by. No and doubt. And say, you know, how can a guy that finished seventh in the Mountain West this year actually win when you're facing Bill Self, Bob Huggins, Lon Kruger, Chris Beard. Like, I don't, like, explain that to you. But. Chris Beard didn't have a profile bigger than TJ's not the, that long the ago. The thing is. I mean, I'm not, that's no, a big comparison, right. but you know what I mean. And, and and you have discussed at nauseum what happened to UNLV this year and the reasons why they had a poor record. I'm not getting into that right now. Yeah, I don't. It's, it's in the I don't, past. I don't want to talk about that. Um, but if even, even 12 months ago, UNLV ties for second in the Mountain West, wins the most games they had won in that conference in, in at least a little while. And he did a great – he won beats, on the road at San number Diego five. State. Yeah, at San Diego State. Like, if this hire happened March of 2020, there's none of this. It's yeah. really just this year, which is a, a really small sample size in the in the 43-year-old guy's career. And and, so I, think, I mean, and, and they had <laughs> – Everybody had COVID problems, but UNLV had a 23-day yeah, layoff I mean, there, in there the middle are of that, right? Totally like, reasons, and yeah. we're not and we're not here to just explain away. But the point is, TJ has basically his entire career has built up for this job right now. Yes, like this is what he has been building for since the time he stepped foot in Ames in 2005. Like this is it. I and mean, if you think about what, just think about anybody's anybody's place of employment, whatever you're working at, right? If you say, okay, you get one dream job, you put all your passion, everything you've, you've built for in your life, you're going to work a lot harder at that job that you've dreamed for your entire life than probably the jobs before that, right? I mean, TJ, you and I both know him. You know him better than I do. He's going to put literally everything in his soul into this position. He's been, I can't say that about everybody. He's, he's been probably... 
I'd anticipate he's been working 20-hour days since he got the job. And, and it takes a special person to It helps succeed. that Allison and the kids are still down yeah, in Vegas. right. But it ta- I think this is why I think it's going to work. I mean, TJ has this personality where he is going to be hell-bent on making sure he doesn't fail here. And, and not to say that Fred or Steve or any of the coaches before that didn't have that same personality. Because, you know, they're, they're, there's makeup there. But he has literally built his entire life for this moment to be an Ames, yeah, to be like, a head coach. And it, uh, this is not a shot at Fred. I love Fred. Um, Fred fell into this job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't think even like two years prior to that, Fred was ever like, oh, I want to be the the head coach at Iowa. It just kind of happened. Yep. And it was great. But even then, like, we all knew he was going to leave. Yep. Like, it, it just, we knew that that wasn't. And it maybe, maybe TJ wins a couple championships and Wisconsin calls and he can't turn it down because it, I don't know. Sure. But I, but I know him well enough in Allison's deal. Like I don't, I just don't think people can look past that. Right. Like she, you think about it. This She's way. a legend. She, well, she is. And Jamie said it well. And I, I just know this again, cause I've talked with him enough. Like she was this foreign exchange student basically yeah. who, shows up here and this place just wraps yep. their arm around her. Yep. This is her home now. Yeah. And and I think that, and that that means something. It does. And so what does that what does that mean as far as job? I mean I think you're gonna grind a little bit harder, but more importantly, if you have shortcomings and TJ has some, right? He will address those and he'll ma- find a way to to make sure his weaknesses are accounted for. And that, this is what I really appreciate about TJ. He knows He's not the smartest guy in the room. Like, he really does. Oh, he'll uh, tell you that. He, But <laughs> he will find somebody to help him fix it then. And if you're a relationship person that surrounds themselves with good people and you want to be in a place that you're passionate about, you know, you're still in the Big 12, and it's an uphill challenge because you're going against great minds. But I think you have a good chance to be successful in that scenario. Well, the only thing, I, I know he'll get players. I, I just that's the one thing. Like I know he'll get guys. He and will. He will grind and, you know, a, a, whatever you can do to get guys to Ames, he will. He will. He will do it. He will do it. And I would also point back too because I was thinking about like the the roster stuff. Campbell did some weird stuff that we didn't really quite understand there. You know that first year and oh, stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, like when we were all. There <laughs> a lot like, of weird stuff. But and that's my point to fans and like. Sometimes they do the wrong thing too. Coaches aren't always right. I'm not saying that, but like, I just remember like that first year of Campbell, like what, what are they, what's he thinking there? And then like six weeks in, oh, okay. Or, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, and so that, that, that would be my, what this fans here over the next, I don't know, month. Yeah. It could be some personnel moves. You're like, huh? There's going to be more guys leave. Yep. And, and there uh, might you, be a couple takes you're like, well, that doesn't make sense. He's not a 18-point-a-game guy. But, I mean, you, you can't have all four and five stars right off the bat. Hopefully someday that's the case. Yeah. It's just not It's not realistic. They didn't get Craig Brackens immediately. No. I, I just, I'm, I'm excited. I, I think I, he's yeah. going to do whatever he can to try and turn this thing around. And, um, you know, again, comes down to getting players and get it, surrounding yourself with good people and do those two things. The administration is going to be on his side. You know, what's what's the leeway he should get for years one and two? I don't know, but that guy's, you know, he's going to want to win as many games as he can. I want to talk about the hiring process. We'll do that coming up. I want to thank uh, A-plus Lawn and Landscape. This is a good story. Um, I've used A-plus Lawn and Landscape on my yard ever since I moved here to Bondurant. I don't screw with chemicals. I used to do it on my own. I just don't have time for it. Boom, they just show up whenever it's time. They put it on there. So I I was signed up to do the Sharp and Lube service today, which is where you just leave your lawnmower on the front porch, and they come and change spark plugs, change the oil, sharpen the blades. They do all of it. They even wash it for you. you. It's perfect. Well, I... uh, (laughs) My travel plans changed last week because of the the bloom flu. <laughs> Didn't that? Yeah, that's what we're gonna call it. Are the you, bloom are you, flu. Are you, are you Trump. <laughs> that's what I was trying to do. 
the bloom flew. Well, it came from you. <laughs> um, and I, I was like, oh crap! This morning when I woke up because oh, no. I because I'm not here. Yeah, you know because we flew in a day late. And yeah, just called them right up. Bada boom, they're coming back tomorrow. I'm telling you guys, this sharpened lube that they do at A Plus Lawn and Landscape is it's one of the great services that I pay for because that is a pain in the ass. Like, I mean, if I lived at my dad's house, maybe it'd be like, oh, let's go sharpen. The- I don't want to do- sharpen no damn blade here in the suburb. All right, that's not. <laughs> Bloom, you need to do the sharpen. I do. I don't. Good uh, God, you! The thought of you sharpening lawnmower blades is terrible. What was uh, Happy Gilmore's buddy's name? Uh, oh, um, the guy with no hands. Yeah, um, Chubbs. Chubbs. Yeah, <laughs> damned alligator <I> <laughs> bit my hand off. I don't need that to be. But I tore one of them bastards' eyes I, out. I found one of eight movies Williams has watched. I've seen that movie probably. 50 times. Nobody is shocked by that. <laughs> you don't like it? No, I think it's I think it's fantastic, but I've seen it. Shakes up. Well, hold on. We're going to play Happy Gilmore <laughs> of, clips, clips. One of the eight movies you've watched. I mean, that's got to be right up there with Freddy Got Fingered. Oh, it's better than Freddy Got Fingered. Freddy Got Fingered is just a... I, it's got great scenes. I thought when I watched Happy Gilmore, what was that? Like 95, 96? I thought it was like the funniest movie I've ever seen in my oh, life. Yeah. I don't think I've laughed harder at a movie in the theater. I think it's better than Caddyshack. I, you know, I didn't appreciate Caddyshack the first time I saw it because I was like 15. Now I appreciate it more. Let's hear from Chubbs. So you're a hockey player, huh? Yeah. You're going to give that shit up? You're going to concentrate on golf. Who the hell are you? I'm the club pro here, Chubbs Peterson. And I'm offering to teach you how to play golf personally for free. No. You have no idea who I am, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> Back in 1965, Sports Illustrated said I was going to be the next Arnold Palmer. Yeah, what happened? They wouldn't let me play on the Pro Tour anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Because you're black? Hell no. <laughs> Damn alligator bit my hand off. Oh, my God! Yeah, tournament down in Florida. I hooked my ball in the rough down by the lake. Damn alligator just popped up. Cut me down in my prime. He got me. <laughs> I tore one of that bastard's eyes out, though. Look at that. <laughs> You're pretty sick, Chubbs. <laughs> Can't beat it. It's so great. Yeah, that's anyway. I don't want that to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Bloom just rip, saws his hand yeah. off. Sure, and then I just walk by as your bleeding prof- <laughs> Hey, I told you to call A+. Plus. You know it didn't dawn on me until, like, I was much older that Chubbs was Carl Weathers? Really? Uh, Apollo Creed? Yeah. I didn't, you're just telling me that. Sir, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Apollo Creed's one of my all-time great uh, figures. I, Rocky Four, man, the, that entrance. I had not seen Rocky when I watched Happy Gilmore the first time. Oh, I'm like, man. oh my God, that's that's Chubbs. Rocky Four, you can't beat it. Uh, thanks to our friends at Gravitate Coworking. Check them out at gravitatecoworking.com. 100 million Americans have been vaccine, or vaccinated now vaccined i'm, I'm, I'm stepping in the vaccine arena this week my man yeah wife and i both got appointments they, you know what iowa vaccine alerts there are some out there and you know i don't want to get into all the details i mean technically you need to have a condition or work in ed- education etc but again they're getting to the point where they're yeah. available enough yeah that they're not going to turn you away no i'm not doubt. saying like take a vaccine appointment away from somebody who really needs no, it no doubt absolutely but, i mean just it's it, they're coming readily available and the sooner we can all get there the, the, the better well it makes me think about getting out downtown no doubt and getting the hell out of this office and um i'm gonna call up my friend jeff wood at gravitate co-working gravitate co-working.com they've got downtown midtown Jefferson and soon to be opening a new place in Cedar Falls. So our Eastern Iowa clones can be a part of the gravitate co-working community. If co-working space is something you're interested in, maybe it's just a desk space. Maybe you want a full office conference room. Check them out at gravitatecoworking.com. Are there Panther clones or are there only Panther Hawks? Purple Hawks. There are, there are uh, one of my best friends, one of my best friends, Wags. Yeah, you know Wags. I know Wags. He's a he's a purple clone. He's a you and I 
graduate who is a farmer, rare farmer to go to you and I, and grew up a huge Iowa State fan. So Wags might even be listening to this. What's up, Wags? Wags is a big friend, uh, friend of the program. And uh, yes, there are a few I mean, of them. Good people. Do you know who else is in Cedar Falls now? No. Adam Gray. Yeah, Adam Gray is over there. <laughs> big Hawk, big Panther fan now. Josh Adam Betts. Gray. Josh Betts. Josh hey, Betts. Josh. Probably yeah. listening to the pod. Yeah, a lot going on in Cedar Falls. Yeah, I like Cedar Falls. Cedar is great. I like it. I had some time I, at. Uh, I don't like playing them in football. What they? What, what was the name of their bar district there? I had some good nights there in college. Oh, uh, Sharkies. Yeah. Did you ever go to Sharkies? Oh, yeah. yeah, I did. Yep. I once saw Eric Church play. Cedar Falls. There you go. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about. I, I think it's the dumbest convers. One of the dumbest conversations we've ever had as a fan base. The hiring process for Ots. <laughs> so let me lay this out for you, and you correct me if I'm wrong on any of this. Okay. All right. Covered every one of Jamie Pollard's coaching searches. Yep. Um, the first one was Gene Chizik. Long process, multiple interviews. Uh, picked Gene Chizik over. Um, Art Bryles, Brian Kelly, and Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, crazy to think about it. I mean, Chiswick did end up winning the national championship, but and at the time, yeah, he no, was it, thought it was the best, yeah. the best hire of the bunch, no doubt. Not killing. But let me just play this out. Hired Greg McDermott, big process. Um, hired Greg McDermott. We know how that turned out. Hired Fred Hoiberg, no process. Just went to, flew to Fred's, offered him the job. I know you said there was a search committee, but it was probably just getting background stuff. They didn't do like formal interviews, nothing. Right. Just found his guy, zeroed yep. in on, yeah, went for quit. it. Quit. Yep. Um, Paul Rhodes, same scenario. Um, he remembered Paul from time early that they had met Did earlier. They, I mean, Turner Gill was floated around a little bit for that one, right? Yeah. I don't know if they actually interviewed Turner though. I so from what I understand, Turner, um, he was at Buffalo. He did not want it because he was holding out for, I want to say Nebraska or one of those yeah. bigger ones. And yeah. then he and he feels I I think that there may have been interest, but he didn't want it and from what then, I've been told. That makes sense because then the next year he's like, well, I didn't get any of these big so ones, he went to so Kansas. I went to Kansas. Correct. Um, I. You say what you want about Paul. I think Paul Rhodes was a successful hire. I agree. I, I to my grave. Well, yep. Another podcast for another time. Yep. Um, Steve Prome. Search firm. Search firm. Long drawn out process. Even though we knew Fred was leaving. Um, Matt Campbell. Boom. Offered your guy. No process. Knew who you want to go. T.J. Otzelberger. No process. Go get your guy. My Here's my point. Is TJ Otzelberger going to work out like Matt Campbell? Again, probably not because that's really hard to do. Got to play the odds. I mean, what would that equate to Iowa getting to a Final Four? Something that nobody's ever done before? That would be it. That would be it, right? So that would be like we're all naive to think that that's like the expectation the here. Mm-hmm. But my point is like, I just saw so much of this stuff like, Oh, they didn't even go through a process. They didn't even try and get the best guy. Listen, it's actually more rare for Jamie to go through some long drawn out process than it is for him just to go. So I mean, if you got a problem with Jamie Pollard, you got a problem with Jamie Pollard, but this is kind of the guy you have in place. Uh, that's all He's I have done. to say. Like, yeah. and, and I actually think he has a better track record when he just goes with his gut. Well, and He's got a short list. I mean, yeah, it's not like he just is. It's not like, oh, oh we're, we're 0 and 17 now. I better start thinking <laughs> about, you know, right. like at 0 and 8, these, this is when this stuff starts. Yeah, and, and more and more, it just seems like Jamie's of the mindset. He's been around long enough. And whether this is the, the way to go about it or not, it's I know what it takes to be at Iowa State and be successful. I'm going to find somebody that fits that, that I know well, or that I've been around. And he hasn't really strayed from that in any, any of these hires recently. It's even though they might not have the flashiest record or resume, I'm going to find somebody that I know can succeed in Ames because Ames is a unique place. And so I think that's what he's done, knows that he can work with as well. Jamie's big, just maybe more so than Matt is about the Iowa State Cyclone culture within his athletic department. 
Jamie's involved with every hire they make in the athletic department, literally every single one. Like he is big on making sure whoever is fitting within the kind confines of that. And so I think in his mind, I know what I'm getting with TJ. I've, I've been around him for 16 years. I could do a search. Maybe I'll get some interest from candidate X, Y, or Z that I don't know at all. But I'm not going to trust the seven days of research and the one day of interview what I'm going to do with this person supersedes the 16 years of knowledge I have of TJ. I think that's a fair way to look look at it. This has been a 16-year interview yeah. with TJ. Yeah. And the, the eight days I'm going to do by researching somebody else that may have had some success someplace else will never eclipse that 16 years. Therefore, I'm going to go with what my mind and gut says to do the person I think can be successful here. And I think that's what he did. Like, I don't... I don't think it's, oh, he didn't do the process. I think he has done the process, and that process was 16 years in the making. Mm-hmm. It goes back to my point originally. of TJ has been preparing his entire coaching career for this moment, and Jamie has been along the ride the entire way. I think this is finally a point where both said at the same time, all right, let's do this. You've earned it with what you've done to prepare yourself to be in this position, and I trust you to do this more than somebody who may express some interest that I don't know at all. And I think it's as simple as that. I, I, I can't say it any better. Like I, I, I mean, Sometimes been, we, we want to really look at, oh, you know, what's the conspiracy of, yeah. man, have they planned this all along? And you hear the rumors of, well, TJ was really Jamie's first preference, you know, back six years ago. And I mean, it, it's simply, if you're making a hire and you've made hires at Cyclone Fanatic, you're not, you're not looking for, I mean, you hired Jared, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's again, a horrible metaphor when you're talking about two two million dollars to what cyclone fanatic is but but you pay somewhat or you look for familiarity and somebody who you the, think can be successful the, that you know the reason i wanted jared is because he had been an intern with us for the previous two years and he knew exactly how we did everything yeah and again a really of a stretch of analogy but i sometimes i know, I, but think I, I know what you mean though when, like, when the, the nepotism gets gets thrown around uh, of, oh, well, you know, they're just buddies. And so he's just hiring his buddy. Well, there's something to that. Like, if you know and can trust somebody, that's pretty good when you're working with them every day. I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, and, and ultimately, at the end of the day, TJ will be judged by how many games he wins and loses. Like, there's no question. Mm-hmm. You cannot get around that, even if you have somebody like Jamie in the athletic director's position. And ultimately, as well, Jamie will be judged by this hire. And he's going to get some heat if it doesn't work out. But, and rightfully so. But that's, that's his, his job. job. That's, yes, it's like, so if you're in that position, you're not just hiring a buddy just to hire a buddy. You're hiring somebody because they think can be successful. And so I kind of got frustrated, Chris, reading this stuff as, oh, you know, they should have let the process play out. You've been, do, you, you've known this man for 16 years. <laughs> I mean, that that's a long time. Like that has played out. Yeah. And now you think it's his time to be in this position to succeed. And, and he and, did exactly what you told when he didn't get the job. Yeah. You said you need head coaching experience. He, and, that's what he's been doing. And I know, okay, I can, I, I, I can sense that what's yeah. going to happen here is people are going to say, well, they're just, you know, there's, yeah. there's Chris and Brennigan defending uh, their buddies TJ and they, they obviously, you know, are Iowa State people. But I, at the end of the day, like, I think just from a pure recruiting basketball point of view, this can really work. And, and you are you are betting on something that you know more than something that you wouldn't have known if it was somebody else. And I, never mind. I'm going to just hold off. I just, time will tell. Time yeah, will really I, tell. I, I, I do think we're really living in a, I, I've taken mental notes of just certain people over the years, and they they don't like any hire. Yeah, they had a Campbell, well, they had it, a Prom. They had, you know, like I I tweeted it the first day of the search that anymore coaching hires are a lot like political races. Yeah. You align yourself <laughs> with one guy, and if it's not your guy, mm-hmm. then it can't work. And, and it, half and, the time, your guy's not even a candidate. Right. Well, that's the thing with coaching searches. It's like it. Especially Pollard ones. We don't know. I, and, and so... <laughs> People are all like, oh, Williams, you probably... No, I, I swear to God, I didn't. I found out TJ had the job by the damn Jamie yeah, Pollard video. You probably got tired of me asking, like, hey, Williams, what's the deal? Two things. One, I was so sick <laughs> on Tuesday. I It was funny. Ross was texting me Tuesday night. 
Oh, was that one in the report of the... And I I was asleep at like 8.30. Ashley and I went to bed at like 8. I woke up at like 1.30 when I had to diarrhea for the 19th time. Thanks for that. Was that too much? Um, some would say. And I had like all these text messages with people asking me, <laughs> is TJ the next coach? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't talked to him. <laughs> I'm in a fog. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what That'll be a... It'll be a great podcast someday. Hey, speaking of that, before we move on to the women's tournament, um, TJ is coming on my radio show Tuesday, 3.30 Tuesday. I believe it will be his first interview uh, other than the press conference. There you go. Obviously. I I just, I mean, just wrapping that part up, I think think this has a chance to work out great. I think it does. Um, I have followed TJ. Obviously, I know him. I don't know him as well as you. No, well enough. But I, I, I know he's a he's a connector, and like I said, he's going to if he has deficiencies, he's not bullheaded enough to not address those on his own. And so I, I, I fully admit that you know back in fifteen, I didn't think he was ready. Yeah, I don't think he no, was we've ready. had those talks. And yeah. uh, but now I do. Now I think he is. I, I, I truly think he is. I think this job is is not too big for him. And I think he will succeed. It's not going to be right away, but I think you'll start seeing some signs this upcoming year. It's like this is coming together. Well, and, um, all I they have to work. do is win one game. <laughs> so I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm excited, and I'm, I'm excited for you to have, and I think I'm excited for Ames in Central Iowa to have somebody like that back in the community mm-hmm. because I think, I think TJ's a winner. I think he's he'll be great, and um, you know he'll he'll really energize. He's not a sexy hire, but he will energize the fan. Campbell base wasn't a sexy hire; right. like he was a good hire. We yep. all were like, "Oh, this guy's an up and comer." I just think, I just Chrome wasn't a sexy I, I, hire. I, Rhodes wasn't. Pollard doesn't. The only sexy hire he's made is well, early on. I I, I think Greg and Chiswick both probably they were. were considered at the time. Yep. Fred was. I mean, literally. Sexy man. Like, let's all be honest, right? It's a good-looking man. He's a fine-looking man. Uh, one friendly. time, <clears throat> I was at a bar, and I was sitting down, mind Jeez. you. This is getting crazy. No, I was... <laughs> and some some older older lady, I had an Iowa State fleece on, and she came up to me. She's like, are you, are you Fred Hoiberg? <laughs> and then I stood up. Do you remember when Fred had just gotten the job? And it was... I know it was a highlight for you when we went to old Chicago with oh. him and TJ... And watch the, the NBA, NBA finals. finals. Yep, that was fun. That was a good time. That's that is a treat to like pick their brains and stuff during games. It's yeah, it's, that was. I mean, it's fun. To Fred watch. was watching that thing like he was. Yeah, like he was in it. Yeah, I, I was. He's tr- like, oh, it, oh yeah, Kobe. <laughs> he always goes left here. Right, right. Like, oh, shut up, I, Fred. Yeah, who are you? No, I think it's gonna work. I'm in. It's beyond record. I think it's. A good, I think it's a good move. I'm. I'm for it. And uh, yeah, you guys can come shit all over us if we're wrong. We'll, Absolutely, we'll admit it. Yeah, we I, we hope we're 100%. right. And I also think uh, to mimic to last thing, it. You said something like this in the premium board. Like it's almost like some people want him to fail just so they can say that they were right. Don't yeah. be like that. Let's all be together. Yeah, I mean, but it comes, it's back to the pol- political thing, right? Like, Is that just our na- human nature I think now? it is a little bit. Yeah. I think people are just motivated on being, they want to be right. They, they saw it, nobody else did, and therefore I'm right, even though collectively that's not necessarily for the, for the best. Iowa State women with a wonderful Wonderful win over Michigan State. I talked to Bill earlier today, and he thought that this was a bad matchup because of their size. We didn't know how much Kristen Scott was going to be able to go. Right. Um, she's clearly uh, not a hundred percent. You can tell by that. But um, you know, the I, first of all, I want to give a really quick shout out to Morgan Kane. Morgan Kane was awesome. <laughs> like the the minutes that she's been. Putting in for them, like since Kristen got hurt, high quality person too. Oh, she's elite. Like yeah. she's one of the. The whole team in there—they're all good people. Yeah, but Morgan, fifteen great minutes today. She barely had any stats, but the four personal foul—like it's a Just little battle. bit of like the Daniel Adozi yeah. days back in the day. But yeah. man, I always want to give her a shout out because I think it's a and, fantastic story. And then 
Maddie Wise. Maddie is the played, second one I was going to throw out. She played the guest, best game of her career. How cool is that? 11 points, 13, or 13 points, 11 rebounds, 36 minutes. This is a young woman who last year with her headaches and all that stuff that was just really terrorizing her, and it, uh, and she was never herself. Uh, it's so great to and see. And then horrible, I mean, awful story. I don't know if you caught much on the broadcast. But it was shared a little bit. I don't know how much detail they got. I had to sound a little bit down. But she had a, a nephew, newborn, that passed away this week. Oh, no. That she she didn't I did, join. I, I did not see that. She didn't join the team until a couple of days later because she was uh, last week. She had again. Um, I don't. I don't. A nephew that was just newborn that that passed away. So that's all. She was dealing with a lot, a lot on her plate. It's been a very up and down career for Maddie, but a super positive person. And um, you know, she's my just, daughter's just, idol. Yeah, she just played played her heart out. And under those circumstances, I, how can you not root for that? So I, I can't wait to watch them another day. Well, we're going to get that opportunity on Wednesday against Texas A&M. At the time we're recording this, the time has not been given for that. Ashley Jones, um, 33 points. Oh, um, is that her best game as the Cyclone, considering it's in the NCAA it's tournament? Yeah. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. So you got all-time games today from two great yeah. veterans. She was awesome at Baylor, too. Kind of easy to forget that game. Yeah, but, but she was so damn efficient today. <laughs> right. Just incredible. And then, um, so cool. I'm just so happy for Emily them. Ryan is just dropping dimes everywhere. Yeah. Donarski stepped up, made some money free throws. Just six assists for Ryan. Just group effort. Four steals. I think they could, they got a chance to get a t and I didn't think Kristen would play 24 minutes, did you? That, that no, surprised she me. Had, she had a couple big-time daggers in there, yeah. too. Yeah. So, it was... Uh, Really awesome all-around win for them. And, uh, yeah, they get Texas A&M, who also almost lost to Troy. Yeah. It, you know, I had, on my three-TV setup, which I like to brag about, I had the Troy A&M game going on the little one, and then I had the Iowa State game going on the big screen at the time. And I was really pulling for Troy there. I'm like, man, if we could get the 15 seed in the yeah. second round, A&M pulls through. That that'll be a similar type of matchup, though. But I was, <clears throat> excuse me, Iowa State's always undersized. Right, that's not changing. And no A and M. Well, same guy, Gary Blair is still there. Really, he's still there. I I would he's never like guess He's like seventy seventy five now. Wow. Um, still coaching A and M. You know, they obviously were in the Big Twelve for forever, and some epic battles with Iowa State over the year. Gary Blair is seventy five on the dot. But still there, still coaching. They've got their best team in a while. They won a national championship, I think, their last year in the Big 12, which was like 11. So very familiar, aggressive, the whole thing. I think Iowa State's got a shot. With, with, with the way Iowa State can handle it with Ryan Donarski, Jones, and maybe great we'll, pressure, I think it's going to be a heck of a game. Maybe we should do like a halftime stream or something for that game. Uh, 100%. I'm I, in. I think we should. I wanted to do I that today. it's a night game. I wanted to do that today, but I didn't know. When I was going to be getting back. It, you know what? If you're not on board already, then I, you're missing out. This team is about... Get on board because yeah. they're not going anywhere. Right, just, these, these, this group of freshmen is going to be legendary before the time they're done. Yeah. Well, we're just getting... And Jones is, <laughs> Jones is likely going to be the record holder for all the... I, I, Every single gonna, I think she's going to pass Bridget. Well, she's, she's going to have that extra year, too. If she takes it. If she takes it. She may go she pro. Might, yeah. Like, she, she may. Pro. Regardless. Yeah. No, she's, I mean, just a really, and kudos to Fenley and staff again. Doing it again, that guy. Love him. All right. Um, thanks. Thanks, Bloom. Coming yeah. over on a Monday during Let's, the NCAA uh, tournament. That was very kind week, of I you. I think this week will be newsy. Yeah, it's going to be a busy week. But, wow, it, what do we by the end of the week, uh, Iowa State will ha have at least one staff member, maybe a couple of transfers, and probably a couple more uh, deflections. I, and I was just thinking about this. It's been about almost to the day, a year, since we started the quarantine podcast. Yeah, you're right. Um, think of all that's happened in a year. So, oh, man. man, it's just, I'm just I, I'm thankful to have this outlet, and I'm thankful for our listeners and Mechdyne, Gravitate. Yeah. A plus, Franklin. Franklin. It's it's just like 
we've all kind of lived through this together and sometimes we just shoot off the hip and it's been therapeutic for us, but man, we've been through a lot. You want to keep going, right? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. in, but it's just like, think of all that's happened in a year and uh, just, just a little bit reflective of what we've been through. So yeah, it is wild. And um, my wife asked me today if we were going to keep doing this every Sunday. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> duh. What else? But so thank it's you. Actually, to, thanks to the listeners. Yeah, it's I mean, become very it popular. Like I'm, I, so I can't thank you all enough. Like it's fun for us to do. Clearly we enjoy ourselves. We have a little Cody road, which isn't a bad deal either, but I, for what it's worth, I love my Cody road from that damn stomach. The bloom flew. <laughs> I still have it not been be. able to get back into yeah. it, man. Like I, I just, I was so dehydrated after that. All I'm, you, I've just been so chugging were, waters. You been you were on a wedding and no no, no I, bourbon no whiskey. I had they had so keep in mind we're in yeah we're in the, the desert. desert. We had they had prickly pear margaritas which were like ra- raspberry type. Like I don't even know how to describe it, okay. but it was. Fr- I had one of those, and I had two Bud Lights at the wedding, and I just couldn't do anymore. Wow, you got hammered or you got like hit hard by this thing? Oh, dude. The For you to not time, drink at a wedding is a bad deal. The whole time I was on vacation, I think I may have had six alcoholic beverages. That is shocking. I yeah. Well, hang it. Hopefully you're you're back to normal next week. We're gonna have a Cody Road. I'm back to normal now. No, I'm. Just, but yeah, I just. But I don't want to drink. drink All I want to drink is water, water and Gatorade. Hey, by the way, shout out to the Bloom family for bringing the Gatorade hey. over. You honestly, you saved my life that day. There are some there. I've I've heard of a couple people in town that have also gotten this thing. Like it's run through <laughs> Bonder and Ankeny. I bet some of you've yeah. already had it. Somebody's gonna listen to it to this and be yeah, like, "Oh my stop. god, it is brutal." Yeah, but there's been like you get dehydrated and hospitalized from the from the thing. from this thing. Yeah, that's happened to several people. That doesn't shock. My okay. lips are still cracked like yeah, the it's desert. A bad deal. And I've been putting chapstick on them like relentlessly. I, Man, I don't know where the little dude got it, but he, oh. here you go. So, but no, really though. We had COVID in 19 and 20 and the bloom flu the in bloom, 21. The bloom flu's coming. It's coming Jeez. to get you all. But no, really, thanks everybody for listening. This is, uh, I'm glad we're able to do this every every week for us, but also it's nice to know that uh, it's enjoyed out there too. Sounds good. Uh, thanks for all you do, Bloom. Uh, thanks to all of you for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe. If you want to be a Patreon or a premium member, man, there's never been a better time to to get in on that. We would welcome you to join the club. All right. Have a great uh, rest of your Monday. Have a great work week, everybody.